Father, in the name of your Son, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, with reverence in our hearts, we greet all for your mightiness, for your greatness, for the awesomeness and your mercy that you demonstrated this week in showing things that only you could have made known. We thank you for riding upon the weakness of the company, much more the weakness of your servant, to belch truth, even the truth of God. We thank you for access you've brought to us as a generation. We thank you for not holding back even mysteries of truth, even secrets of truth. We are grateful. Under your servant and your unmaiden, our parents, Son of God, Holy Father, we say thank you. As we exhort ourselves some this morning, this evening, Lord, we pray that you help us to have a heart tap disposition that would receive yet the things that you still want to say that you still want to, you know, communicate even through your servant, our daddy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I ask for grace to align in thoughts, align in words, not to puncture the atmosphere of your spirit, but to allow that which you are building so that your will, your intent will run its full course. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's turn our Bibles. Let's turn our Bibles. I don't know about you, but as the meeting um, progressed since the course of this week, particularly yesterday, you know, I grew in, in fear of God. Jesus, 
even Jesus. For you see, Jesus is Bergomar Genati Niaze Jesus. Argatatani Argataniatarakarakatani Niata Jesus. Argataniti Daniti Niata Taniti Nitaniti Niata Jesus. Argataitaniti Liata Itaniti Rgatata Itaniti Jesus. Argaitaniti Jesus. Arganata Tarkati Niata Itaniti Jesus. Irgana Arguma Argamo Urguma Kargatinati Jesus. Irge Ituma Argatizumbe Niota a Jesus. Armeni Gulanua Kaliniati Santreniata Jesus. Mitatiniate Jesus. Argana Titaniaze Jesus. Urbonia Tasambra Netaniaze Jesus. Even Jesus. Even Jesus himself. Yea, beckon saying, Come even into eternity. Come even into eternity. Come even into eternity. For that which would cost me even to swiftly bring you even into eternity is the things of my truth. Things of my truth, even things of my truth, even treasures of my truth, even the truths of my Father and my truth as the Son. For they are the pedestal, they are the ground, they are the height, even the leverage for me to call you even into eternity, for me to bring you even into eternity, for me to cause you to come even into the world of things eternal, even things eternal. I, Jesus, I have cost, I have given, and I am given. I have given, and I am given. Even things of my truth, even my truth. Even my truth, even my truth, even the truth of my God, even the truth of my God. For I have caused you even to peruse into scriptures of my truth, even the truth of my God, things of my God, things of the Father and of the Son. Therefore I say, I'll call you, I'll call you, and I'll bring you swiftly, even into the realm of eternity, even the blessing sadness of eternity, even the hill of eternity are things of truth. For I have caused that hill even to be hewn amongst you, even through the doctrine of the Father and the Son. Therefore I say I will curse you even to climb from that hill, even that hill of truth, even into the eternal world, even into the eternal realm, even into the eternal place, even the place of my glory, even the glory of my God, the glory of my God, the glory of my God. I, Jesus, am committed even to you because of my truth, because of my truth, because of my truth, and I will bring you even into the world of God, even the world of God, even the world of God. Say it, the Lord Jesus. Can we lift our hands this morning? Can we lift our hands this morning? We are grateful, Father, in the name of your Son. Hallelujah. 
Arubovo Shawarama Shushu Rubarumaru Barushiwara Maru Mijuani Armar Armaru Menuar Maru Misuani Atiar Maru Maru Mituani Armaru Mitar Baseni Armaru Mitakarkateni Armaru Mituremi Miturema Mituremi Miturema Mituremi Miturema Mituremi Miturema Miturema My Rama My Rama I've shown you my ram. I've shown you my ram. Even my truth ram. I've caused even invisible things even to be known by you. I've revealed even the invisible things of my God that have been kept secret even from the creation of the world. I've caused it even to be revealed to you. For you see, that's my ram. That's my ram. That's my ram. It's the ram for world of the Father and the Son, for the world of the Father and the Son, for the deeds of the Father and the Son. And I've shown you my rhema. That is my rhema. That is my rhema. I am that rhema. And that rhema is in me. Even the truth of the Son and of the Father, of my, 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 my Father and of me. It is the rhema that I have shown you, that I have shown you, that I might take you even into the world of my God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of 2 John. 2 John verse 1. The elder unto the elect lady and her children whom I love in the truth, and not I only, but also all they that have known the truth. Let's say amen. Let's turn to Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. Daddy read that two nights ago. Romans chapter 1. I read from verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God had shewed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Let's say amen. amen. Romans 16, verse 25 and 26. Romans 16, 25. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest. The key word there is made manifest. Romans 1 verse 19 again. Romans 1 verse 19. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. 
So Paul was talking about a people here, you know, that the wrath of God would be revealed from heaven upon in verse 18 against all ungodliness. Those who, in a, you, know, uh, you know, are holding the flip side, the dark side of the doctrine of Christ. Those who have loved this world to the full, as it were. And like that he taught two nights ago, and unrighteousness of men. There is ungodliness, which is somebody who has loved this world, who, you know, has used this world to its peak. And, you know, it's become darkened. You know, it's not, uh, it's not godly. It's not holy. It's not being sanctified. Rather, it's the negative, you know, uh, work of sanctification, you know, that the adversary had achieved in the person. So he said the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. But he didn't just stop, you know, at all ungodliness. He said, and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Let's say amen. And I'll say, because that which may be known of God, in verse 19, is manifest in them. For God had shielded it unto them. He said, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power. And of course, he talked about Godhead, but where I'm going is even his eternal power. Now, Paul, from the things he said, is inferring that this invisible, this, you know, uh, eternal power, which is the truth of God is difficult to see. Is very, very difficult to see. Daddy has taught it from different shades, you understand? You know, years ago, Daddy taught it that these people here in verse 18, 19, many, many years ago, maybe 10 years ago, you know, are folks who lived in probably in the times of, uh, you, know, uh, you, know, you know, the beginning of the earth in the days you know, prior to the flood, some folks who, you understand, you know, in a figure, the new godliness. In a figure, the new, you understand, you know, eternal power, true things that are made. In recent times, Daddy has also stressed, you understand, you know, that of course it's possible for a believer, you understand, who the Lord can, could have helped to come far, you know, to certain realm of God's things. He could have done godliness, could have prospered with godliness, let's say amen. Then when it comes into the place of eternal power or the truth of God, the person might hold it in unrighteousness. And that the Lord can bring judgment. As he says, the judgment will begin in the house of God. The Lord can bring judgment upon such a person. So some thoughts, you know, that have, you know, uh, you know, stirred in my spirit. The first thing is, you know, thanksgiving for the mercy the Lord showed this week. You know, you know, listening to that yesterday night, maybe, you know, a little understanding here and there, you understand, I, I you know, I came to love Pastor Jeff more, that he picked by the mercy of God, together with his brothers, the, the accurate leading. Because somewhere, 
you know, from convention, anamnesis, you know, the Lord had pushed the frontiers of truth. You know, son, you know, when daddy touched the heavens prior to anamnesis and anamnesis, the frontiers of truth have begun to touch things eternal. Have begun to touch things, the waters, the curtains, you understand, you know, and the, the heights of the things of God, you understand, in great heavens as it were. You know, so it will look like, generally speaking, if you want to use your mind, you know, maybe the theme of the meeting should be like eternal life. You know, something like that. You understand? But I believe the Lord. And, you know, that's on one hand. Another hand, you understand, you could actually, in humility, call the meeting, you understand, the perfecting godliness. You understand? Just to be like, look, I don't want to aim for the high things. Let's just take this thing small. But this, you understand, is not a place to have picked the thoughts and the direction of a meeting from. Because at the end of the day, looking at how the Lord had taught us through his servant, it is obvious that the ground really for things that daddy began to teach in anamnesis is the spelling out of truth. The truth is that this week, two, three days ago, two days ago, yesterday, there was a massive breakthrough into the world of truth like it hasn't been done before. We might have to go listen to the messages again. You know, sometimes that's the, that's the, permit me to say it this way, with good intention, that's the delusion of prophetic ministry at the height that our daddy, you understand, by the grace of God occupies and serves under Jesus. The words will look like the same words. It will look like it's the same thing. First works, last works, but whereas another world was thrown open, I mean, another world was thrown open. The breakthrough is phenomenal. I said, without the breakthrough that the Lord has brought in the last three days, I'm not lying to you, we can linger around the, war, you know, the waters of things, you understand, everlasting and eternal and might not enter. The thing I saw that daddy began to teach two days ago, yesterday, I was scared. I was there, seated there. I was scared. I was full of awe. I was going home. I was just thinking, what kind of a thing is this? What kind of a mercy, you know, the Lord had, you know, you know, had, had concocted and poured out on a generation. The things about the son and the father, I have never heard the Lord open it the way the Lord opened it through his servant in the last two or three days. Things that pertains to the world of the Son and the world of the Father. The impression I have, many impressions in registered in my heart, in my spirit. Some One of the impressions is like you take a stool. There is the things, the world of things eternal. But without the accurate knowledge of the Son and the Father, we might never be able to enter it. We can go around it, round it. Then I understood the reason for the warfare. The warfare had been phenomenal. You know, the teams in the media, the medical, uh, media team in Nigeria and, you know, in the UK, in Canada, you know, they perfected the art of giving, you know, the God's people, you know, fantastic meeting. But the warfare, two days ago, yesterday, I just imagine in my mind, evil spirits trying to frustrate the counsel of God that certain things should not be said. Certain things should not be made open. But like the servant of God said yesterday night, he said, we fought hell today. That was the last word. He said, but blessed be God, we had the victory. 
So there is a victory on truth. Now, Romans 1 called it, he said, the invisible things of him from the creation of the world. Now, the invisible things of him are things everlasting, things eternal. Let's say amen. But the things eternal would be a talk in the tongue and would ever remain elusive and never a relative you know you know knowledge talkless of inheriting it if the things eternal power are not revealed now paul said that this invisible things of him is the one who makes it known he is the one who reveals it if he doesn't reveal it, verse 19, because Romans 1 verse 19, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God had shielded it unto them. Then 16 verse, 20, uh, verse 26, Romans 16 verse 26. He said, talking about in the first part of that verse 25, he talked about to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. That's Christ. Then he went ahead. He said, and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret, the thing that was really, really kept secret. Christ is a secret. But when you compare Christ to the truth of the gospel, Christ is not a secret. The truth of the gospel, the eternal power, the things of the Son and the Father is the secret which God kept secret. He kept it. He kept it. If he doesn't make it known, nobody crosses from the world of Christ into the world of glory. And we can, you know, the, the, the one thing about revelation is that, you know, particularly if the spirit of revelation is at work on a person's mind, maybe the things of Christ, you know, ordinarily speaking, one can sit before scriptures with the insignia, the signature of revelation upon the person's mind and still see some things and still hewn out some things about a realm. But this one, Nobody can get crashed into it. What I saw the Lord do upon his servant, through his servant, the last two days, three days, is the Lord by himself showing us mercy for to see the mystery that had been kept secret. Verse 26, the beginning, he said, but now is made manifest. Romans chapter 1 again, verse 19. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God had shewed it unto them. First, second John. Second John. Second John. Verse 9. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, art not God. He that abided in the doctrine of Christ, he had both the Father and the Son. So the Father and the Son that he taught us two nights ago is God. Not God as in the things of eternal life. The Father and the Son, the teaching of the Father and the Son is the giving of God. So when Jesus, the Lord, chooses to come to a Christ company, as 
eternal power. He come as the bearer of the truth of God. So one thing the Lord had done in a mystery, in mercy, the last two, three nights, is that the Lord had come to open the world of the Son and of the Father, or to open the world, the tangible, relative, you know, access into the world of the Son and the Father, so that we will be able to relate with what is called the first works and the last works. Now, it now makes sense, you know, the book of Revelation. When the Lord was addressing the, you know, the angel of the seven churches. Now, the seven churches themselves, you understand, you know, being privileged to have pastors who are beings of the most holy. They are beings of the most holy. They are beings who are not ignorant of the things of the Son and of the Father. So, and they were pastoring church, so they must have poured things, you understand, of everlasting life, some a little here and there upon those churches. But the, the, the coming of the Lord in that book of Revelation was chiefly for the seven pastors. And he kept telling them, I know thy works. Now, if the Lord doesn't show the kind of mercy that he showed the last three days, four days to an individual to a generation, to a church, we will never come to the point wherein we will appreciate that statement, I know thy works. So those seven angels, they know the Son and the Father. Now you check the way the Lord was talking to them. For those that didn't do well, it was without mercy. That he was demonstrating a mini rot. To them because for they knew the truth. Like one of the churches, he said, I will come to you swiftly and remove your candlestick. That doesn't sound like a merciful Lord. It teaches us charity, it teaches us forbearance. You know, so why wouldn't he do it? Because on that ground, when truth has been revealed and a person does or lives in unrighteousness. What comes, it's not, it's not just that the Lord will pour rot. No. He said the rot of God is revealed. He's a revealed rot. He comes by revelation. It's also a work of mercy, but it comes by revelation. So even the things the Lord was saying to, for example, the angel of the church in Laodicea, we can interpret it in every way. He is only that angel that can fully define what the Lord is saying. Between him and the Lord, he knows what the Lord is saying because he has good judgment of the works of God. Let's say amen. amen. So one thing the meeting this week, by God's mercy, by God's sovereignty has done, is that it has, you know, heaved and hewn out from the place of secrecy the works of God. When he said, marvelous, oh Lord, are thy works. The Lord brought it out. And it can only take God manifesting eternal power for truth to be known. If eternal power is not manifested, truth of God will be invisible. It's possible to say it, but it will be invisible. It is the secret of God. When you say this, the real secret of God is the truth that is the eternal power. 
He betrothed that secret at the generation. He is calling them into eternity. If they see that truth and walk according to the dictates of that truth, they would enter eternity. But if he doesn't, he can be promising them things, but they will never get it. So his real secret, the real secret of the eternal God is truth. The beginning of his secret. I mean, secret that was, that is, he said, for the invisible things of him. From the creation of the world are clearly seen. So, the creation of the world, there are many things. There is a sense in which there are, you know, you know invisible things of God is manifested in heavens, in earth. But the one that is his own. The very one that is his own, that can make a person inherit eternal life. He didn't give it to any, any being. He only gave it to our Lord Jesus. Then the epistles of John make a lot of sense. John, by the mercy of God, came into so much riches of the secrets of God. I mean, that secret that was kept, you know, from the creation of the world. God showed so much mercy to that wonderful apostle of his to open that secret up. So the book looks casual. When you read it, you know, 2 John 13 verses, 3 John 14 verses, 1 John 5 chapters, it looks like if it's plain, but those are the books of the truth of God. Those are the, you know, wellspring of God's truth buried in mystery. Which now brings me to one thing that, you understand, you know, was stirred in my spirit earlier on today. You know, I just found, I've not been able to get out of the atmosphere of the meeting. You understand? What was it? You know, permit me to say it like this. We are daddy's children, and I'm sure we'll understand. The best way I can describe it is the way the Spirit of God said it. School of the Spirit. One of the School of the Spirit. You know, last year. He called it. Pastor Tyre was ministering somewhere recently. I think two days ago. You know, and spoke. It's K-Spirit. Everybody say K-Spirit. K-Spirit. Now. I've wondered. Permit me. What kind of favor the servant of God is enjoying with the throne. I've wondered. I have Bible mind. I like, I like doctrine. Anything that has to do with God's things, I'm around it. You understand? For the purpose of edification. So I, I like reasoning out the things of God the much I can. I've just wondered, what is it? About God's servant, Reverend Kyle de Higuke. I don't care what um, the naysayers might feel. What is it about the servant of God? I've come to conclude in a measure based on my very, very small, infinite, almost insignificant discernment. That there is something, call it a covenant, call it a love, call it a mercy, that the Lord had attached to the vessel of the man called Reverend Kayode Uyeguke. 
ordinarily speaking, you know, evil spirits, evil men will always like things that is of God to fail. Like maybe if this thing goes more, then it stops working. But I've just checked it. No, yesterday night, while that meeting was going on, I was just wondering, what kind of favor has the Lord shown unto his servant? You know, the way, you know, uh, Paul speaking of our great father in the Lord, he said, what, you know, at Abraham, our father found. I remember years ago, the Lord, you know, speaking to my heart, 2014, you know, Obanikoro, where we used to have our meetings, you know, uh, here in Lagos. And I was seated at the back. One of the sisters was leading worship. And the Spirit of God, you know, said, you know, certain things. One of it is, he said, follow Coyote. Over the years, that was 2014. Over the years, you know, the last maybe four or five years, one thing the Lord had done, because the Lord knows our tendencies. You understand? The tendency that is coming from the soul of a young man with strength. The tendency, you understand, of wanting to be weary of the things of God. But one thing I found the Lord do is that the Lord kind of helped to convince me. That's the best way I can put it. To see that there is something he had put in his servants. And I have come to know by a little experience and blessing that has come, that the quicker one trusts that thing, now it's not the servant of God. I was telling somebody today, I said, Satan will get you offended with reverend. You understand? And it's true. <laughs> Pastor Tyler said, verily, verily. The truth is that if you have not been offended, it's because you have not come close. You will be offended because of that thing i've been around the servant of god you understand these are the things that stayed in my spirit of course it's not like if maybe you know they have not totally you know i know i can do more in trusting that thing is the thing of jesus he said believe in the lord your god you shall be established he said believe in his prophets you shall prosper you know, one thing about, you know, the design of the Lord around the servant is that, you know, the way the Lord designed it. I was telling somebody, you understand, you are things as indices you want to use to judge. You will not believe. You will not believe. So there is something. The reason for trusting God for continual belief. I feel, you know, uh, indebted if I don't say this. For continual belief is because there is something the Lord is belching out. The Lord is causing something to be made known. And the painful thing that like most times is that those who are far always pick it than those who are near. Most times, those who are far, because you understand, there is a reverence. There is a reverence about that thing. And of course, the man that bears the thing. It's to me, it felt like, you know, that prophecy that Pastor Jeff, you know, gave yesterday, interpreting tongues about being apostle of the way. I feel the thing is, I felt like there was something magnified. There was something yesterday. That the Lord was using to push forth things. There is something. But we need to trust the Lord. To believe the Lord. The Lord uttered that. Okay, we never say believe me. Jesus, our Lord, in John 14. He said, yeah, believe in God. He said, believe also in me. There is an element of belief to come into the things that have been spoken. Why? 
Because why? The Lord will not give it to everybody. And the vessel of carriage, eh? You understand that spoke, spoke years, he said years ago, he used to have a, you know, many, many years ago in the 80s, you know, when he looked at, you know, Kenneth Egan, Word of Faith magazine, he, does, he likes the word, but he didn't like the lipstick. He didn't like this. He didn't like that. He didn't like that. And the Lord told him, for you to take this thing, like everything. So I won't, I'm not surprised. See, Pastor Jeff, Jeff's hair, he has liked the hair. This is not his haircut. When I saw him, I said, so this is Pastor Jeff. It's enough that he looks like daddy. Now he's taking the air. <laughs> is he trying to condemn those of us that cannot look like daddy? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What am I saying? There is something here. There is something that is upon the meeting. There is something the Lord wants to push for. If you ask me if the meeting ends, you know, if the meeting had ended yesterday night, Pastor TJ, we have been so blessed. But the beautiful thing is that there is one more session. You see, there are spirits that fought the meeting. You know, the person I had is like Abraham, you know, offering, that put his offering, and beds began to come. That happened yesterday. Evil spirits were just eating the media. Evil spirits fighting. And I think they will fight again today. But we should fight. We should fight in staying awake. We should fight in believing. We should fight. There are certain thoughts that a believer in a grace upon a minister shouldn't take. When it comes, you shut it down. Is this thing correct? You look at the spirit that said it. Say, come out. <laughs> come out and say it. Let me see you. You understand? You know, because why? It, destiny is at stake. I'm not lying to you. Destiny is being spoken into people. People are taking truth lots. They are to send angels to Daniel to make him know what is noted in the scripture of truth. In a greater measure, God is showing us mercy in causing scripture of truth. John's epistle are scriptures of truth. And they are opening it so that we will take truth. And we will use truth. So that we will use truth to enter into the heavens that the Lord is declaring at this time. How many of us want to cooperate with heaven this morning, this evening, wherever you are streaming from? Can we all dance? Can we form one massive network against darkness today? Can we pray? Everyone, let's all dance. Whether you are seated, you are standing. If there is organized darkness against us, we should organize ourselves in truth. That the Lord would show mercy. Show mercy. Show mercy. Show mercy. There is warfare, but victory is sure. Victory is sure. Victory is sure. Can we say, Lord, help your servants? Help your servants. We commit the media team in Canada. The equipment, the tools in Nigeria, in the UK. Ozalo, Frakwane, Relo, Sobra, Argane, Ozamandoleta, Majaneta Kalikate, Rata, 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 Yeta Takalikate. Can we pray for bodies? 
that the Lord will strengthen our body. Nobody will become weak. We will be strong from the beginning of the meeting. We will maintain the quorum for to receive the blessing. Whatever the Lord wants to give. Wate Baraba, Fraganate, Shoba, Shalemo, Roketa Tata Sembraneta, Raneta, 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 Mokatesia, 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 Metata, Tata, Tata, Tata. Can we give thanks to God this morning?